it's like with everything. If you know the rules, you can break them. So I, a lot of my life is guided through my intuition. I'm just following, I'm like, this feels right or this doesn't feel right. You're listening to Mystic Podcast, hosted by Lena and Daniela of Mystic Home. We created this podcast to share our passion of empowering people. We want to encourage you to find and connect with your own abilities and inner strength. Our aim is to help you breach the gap of being human and connect with your spiritual self. And by sharing our own experiences and reflections, we open up the conversation for mystical ideas and how to integrate them in our human lives. Welcome guys back to Missed Podcast. We're so happy to get together again and to record some stuff on our new microphones. Yes, very exciting. And thank you so much for the great feedback we've gotten on the first two episodes. And if this is your first one, you're more than welcome to go back and check the other ones out. Yeah, especially the first one where we talk about how Mystic Home came together and our purpose for this podcast and for whatever is it that we're creating. Mm-hmm. Very exciting. Okay, so today, what are we going to talk about? So we're talking about today about a few things. And one of the things is I had so many questions of people asking me about connecting with spirit guides and how it's my relationship to them and how I developed that relationship with them. And also, you know, the difference between spirit guides and angels and masters and things like that. How do I or how do we find that difference? And also about spooky things that have happened to us. Yes, we have so many stories of like weird things that just like paranormal activity actually mm-hmm. has happened to us. So it'd be interesting to, to see. I've never heard that from you. Actually. Oh, you haven't heard it. I was mm-hmm. just thinking about that before. I'm like, have we talked about this? Like, have I told you these stories? Like, I don't think so. No, I've never heard. Some of them are you've bit... heard some of my weird sto- mm-hmm. stories, but I don't think you've heard your stories. Okay. Which should be really interesting to hear. Very funny. And also um, a tip for you already it's a podcast that you actually been listening to lately. Mm. What is it called again? The, the what I was mentioning, mm-hmm. it's called Basic Witches. Yeah. So I have to listen to it, but it sounds really fun. And they're also talking about similar things in a very lighthearted way. Yeah, so it's like two witches out. just talking with other witches about <laughs> their... <laughs> witches and witches and witches. Yeah. <laughs> it's like a about riddle. About their, um, their abilities and how they, they live their lives with the gifts and how they connect and how they use uh, witchcraft or whatever it is that they do, um, what rituals they have. So it's a really interesting podcast mm-hmm. as well if you guys want to listen to that. Mm-hmm. And we'll, of course, put up a link on our website and so you can check it out so if you want to check their podcast out so it's also nice always nice with a little shout out to other people doing cool things yes so their podcast is called basic witches just in case yeah okay so it's so weird like i think many people don't even know like that i i have these abilities or like talking about ghosts and some of my (laughs) friends are even like oh my god here we go again like okay, I don't believe in this at all. And, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. it's interesting because it's so different. And talking like, about belief, so, and this is something that I touched upon. I don't know if it was a conversation that I had with somebody or if it was uh, a podcast that I was listening to when they're talking about the fact that the belief, mm-hmm. uh, like what is magic? And we cannot see magic because 
I mean, we can if we believe it. Mm -hmm. So it's like having a reality. Like when you believe in something, then you start to see that reality. So then magic starts to appear in different things. It could be synchronicity. It could be, you know, the communication with your angels, the communication with your intuition. So it's the belief. Like if you don't believe in it, you're just not going to see it Mm -hmm. in any way. But when you start to accept the reality or accept maybe that perhaps there is more that your eyes can see then that reality starts to appear to you mm-hmm. so it's about believing like this magic stuff in this you know especially when we do reiki for example is so much about intention i mean at this point you know you and i it's so capable mm-hmm. but at the beginning it's i remember my teacher saying just intentionally believe in it and the second you're in a session and you think this shit's not working (laughs) then that second is you're getting in you're disturbing that flow of energy so i think it's such a so much about believing like if you believe there's stuff uh that's more than the eye can see then it starts to appear like the magic starts to 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 come into your life yeah but it's very interesting because i also have friends that ask they're like, oh, you should you should try the Reiki thing on me. Not that I believe in it. And then I'm like, <laughs> well, if I do it and you don't believe in it, there's no purpose. Like Reiki works the same way, either or, but mm. they're not going to get the effects because their body is like pushing it away. You mm. need to be able to receive. And I guess it would be the same, like getting a message or whatever it is. On that point, I do have something to say. I believe, because I've had this conversation before, that when the person is coming to you to say do it to me even though i don't believe in it it could be the higher self mm-hmm. asking them or like you know influencing them to get the reiki even though their conscious mind still yet doesn't believe in it but like i just said it doesn't matter if you believe in it or not because that doesn't mean that magic is true or not magic it's true mm-hmm. energy it's like in everything as we talked about before it doesn't matter if you believe in it or not which is a great thing it doesn't matter if you don't believe in this Mm -hmm. because it's there Mm -hmm. it doesn't yeah exactly like it's it's there even though you don't believe it so people Mm -hmm. that come to you and then they like oh even though i don't believe it or whatever well it's gonna work they're just not gonna see it they're gonna see they're not gonna see the magic they're not gonna feel the magic but it is going to happen yeah It's almost like if a tree falls in the woods and no one's there, does it make a sound? Have you heard that before? No. Oh, you haven't (laughs) heard it. Maybe it's a Swedish, like, um, little thing. Mm. But it's the same thing. Mm. Like, what is real and what is not? Mm. Just because you don't see it, it doesn't mean that it's not true. Yeah. Yeah. I like that. Very interesting. Yes. Yeah. So talking about a little bit of our, 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 of our topic about, I was thinking about the other day that how I started to get connected to my spirit guys and, you know, the relationship I have with them now. And I believe I've always been connected to them. And I think everybody, it's even, even if they don't believe in it, they're connected to their mm-hmm. spirit guides, but a more intense like conscious relationship with them how I started to to actually do it and I remembered that I kind of did a little ritual and I went and I put candles around my mat and I put crystals around my mat and I got into a very deep meditation and then I started asking for my guys to show up and I remember that I read about it and they said first 
connect to your main guy because we mm -hmm. all have a guy that has been with us from the moment we we're born and is going to be with us until we our physical body dies mm -hmm. And that's like your master guide that's always with you. And then there is other, you know, guides and spirits and angels that come to you to help you to different things, to achieve different things that you want to do. Like, let's say you are um, into a project and you have to use your abilities to create like your creativity. So then there is a guy that comes in and is helping you with that ability or that gift that you have to show up. Anyway, so I wanted to connect to my master guide. Mm -hmm. So I lay down and I went into a very deep meditation. And then but there's like a part of you that is always like, oh my God, what is gonna happen? <laughs> like something is going to appear or is it gonna be a image? Is it gonna be a feeling? Like what is it gonna be? And I asked for it to reveal itself and there was a name that came to me and the name was Angelica. And I was like, okay, but this is too close to angels. Like it can be like, oh, what do you mean? But anyway, so, but Angelica, it is my, my main guide that I've gotten to know now. And she has other name though, um, that she's revealed to me a lot after, like, yeah, a while after we talked for the first time. But the funny thing is when I went to, um, I went to a shaman in Colombia and then the first thing that, well, not the first thing, but one of the things that he said when I was seeing him, it's like, so you have a female angel with you. And I said, yes, that's Angelica. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, so that's how I started to connect. And then I asked her not only her name, but I, or that entity's name, that um, uh, being, not only the name, but I asked, what are you here to teach me? Mm -hmm. so and she said or that being said I don't want to say she or he because it's just it's mm -hmm. a being uh, it has female energy to mm -hmm. it but it's not a, he, a she mm -hmm. as we we would think on it in this in this lifetime can anyway, I just ask you mm -hmm. do you see do you see this being do you see it's like a physical form or do you feel the energy or do I you feel see the light? energy I don't feel I don't I haven't and I actually I've been so interested I was like please can you show me how you look like <laughs> but no I haven't um I haven't got that and I know that you know we talk a lot in dreams mm -hmm. that she comes to me and gives me a lot of messages to dreams but we I haven't seen the image of it i know the feeling mm -hmm. and i know that she's all or that entity's always there with me but i haven't seen like an image or mm -hmm. how it looks like but it's very interesting because i feel the same way about like, what, yeah. about like guys or energies in that sense giving me messages like there's not really that type of physical form or something like that like mm -hmm. that doesn't exist But then if, for example, I give Reiki and there's someone else, someone else's guide or maybe someone that passed away or mm -hmm. whatever, then I can see a face clearly or I can see that body. Maybe for me to be able to, to this person express like, okay, this is the person that's with you. M many times I think maybe not really spirit guides in that sense. I can feel their guides, but when it's a human being that passed away, that's showing themselves like a grandma or a parent or whatever, I can see them. Because maybe, because I have to communicate to that person that who it is. That is so true. Because I remember I the, first, the first Reiki we did that where you described my grandma. Huh. And I was like, yes, that is my grandma. So I yeah. guess that's a way for you to be mm -hmm. able to communicate. Yeah. But, but it's for different. Me, it's different. Yeah. It's definitely different. Yeah. And it's good. the same for me. When people come and I know their, their, their beings are in the room and they're helping, 
I don't see so much faces, but I feel their energies. Mm -hmm. And I see like either it's a shadow or it's a very white being or, um, yeah. So it's, it's like a presence, but mm -hmm. it's not really an image. Yeah. Anyway, so she revealed to me that she was here to teach me love. Mm -hmm. uh, in many forms. I mean, love is such a broad concept. Um, which I've gotten to know that she's not like not only the love that you think of like loving somebody or like loving your mom, but it's like loving you and loving er the things and loving the earth and loving your life and and appreciating everything. So that's that's um, what she's here to teach me. Did you get your tattoo on your wrist where it says love before you met her? Oh or after? my god, no, no, See? no, no, no. Actually, I you got the message before you even knew it. I did, and it's the only tattoo I have that I actually was like found the courage to tattoo my body mm -hmm. <laughs> my physical body because the other tattoo I have is with my sister and mm -hmm. it's just uh she picked it out and she decided what it was gonna be so this love one that I have on my wrist no no have you thought about it before no this is the first time that I'm putting that thing together huh. that that's that's that is very interesting talking about the conscious and unconscious yes that even if you yeah. don't believe in it it's yeah. still with it and that's what I said people have They're like, oh, how do I connect to my guys? I need their, I need their help. And I'm like, they are with you. It doesn't matter mm -hmm. if you are not consciously connected to them because they yeah. are with you. It's easier, of course, if you connect to them and they have free access to help you mm -hmm. and to guide you. And they love when you ask for their help and they mm -hmm. love when you recognize them. But it doesn't mean that they're not with yeah. you. The first step, I think, for people that want to get more into their intuition or connect to something bigger is to go within. Like, trust your body, trust your gut feeling. Because that thing, you're like, ooh, maybe I should go a different way today. You don't know why. Maybe that's a message from maybe from within or maybe from outside. But it doesn't matter. But start listening to that. That might be one way to start it. Yeah, you don't have to do the ritual I did, but yeah. I'm not. Have you have you done anything like that? What what's well, your? Yeah, I've done uh, different types of meditations also. When like when you can ask for your guides and mm. ask them to show themselves and things like that. But I'm not much like I'm not a ritual kind of person <laughs> really. Okay. Like. It's not my thing. Like, I think... Like, Lena we, follows no guides, no. by the way. You yeah. guys, you need to know that. Lena yeah. follows no guides. Nothing. Everything she does is reverse mm -hmm. or, like, in the middle or things like that. It's very it's interesting because so we talk about so that because you've been, you've been asking for teachers to come and to teach you and find a teacher that can guide you. I'm like, mm, yeah, I'm just going to do my own thing. <laughs> it works <laughs> for me. And I need to learn that from yeah. you for but sure. But I went... I actually went to... When I was seeing a medium you know of course I love all of these things and of course you need the knowledge you can't just like make things up some things you can but sometimes you you need to have knowledge to do certain things but so I went to this medium and he said oh I don't know if he knew I was working with Reiki or energy or whatever and he's like I just have to ask you do you do it the traditional way I'm like traditional way what like you know When you start by the, by the head and then you walk around the body and you go to the receiving side, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, no. He's like, okay, good. No, that's not for you. You shouldn't do that. <laughs> Non-traditional. Yeah, no, yeah, tradition like that doesn't work for me. I think it's very important to know what it is. But then it's like with everything. If you know the rules, you can break them. 
So I, a lot of my life is guided through my intuition. I'm just following, I'm like, this feels right or this doesn't feel right. But what was the question before? <laughs> Yo, guys, what was, yeah. yeah. What was no, the first yeah. time that you connected to them? Um, Through any form? I don't know. Maybe, maybe it was when I was younger, but then... I think I thought it was a ghost because I was scared. So I was very, very, very scared of my abilities mm. when I was younger. So I always... And been, why were you scared? Did I don't happen? know. No, I think I was scared, like first scared of the dark and like maybe... So scared of the dark, yeah. me too. Yeah. I always had to have lights. Mm -hmm. Like I remember my parents buying this like little lamps that you can plug into the wall. Yeah. And they just, you know, just yeah. to make some kind of light. I had that too. so <laughs> afraid. And then I started buying this like star so you can put yep, on, the, me too. On, the, on the ceiling too because to have even more light. Yeah. So scared of the dark. Yeah. Like terrible. Terrified. Well, I don't know because I didn't have a specific experience or something happening, but I think maybe it was just because I could feel things, but because you, then know, you don't know they're what it there, is. you just can yeah. feel. I yeah. hear you. So then, and of course, when you're scared, you draw that towards you even more. We we can tap a little bit into that later, but the more scared you are, the more you'll feel, and then you, of course put that in the spiral there is a thing that's coming i actually just so you guys know i i asked my guides to help me with this podcast and to so everything that comes out of me because i know that i only know so much and then what i know is that i don't know so i asked them to just channel stuff through me so that what i say in this podcast is not only me but it's just channeling through them and one of the things that is just coming up for what you said is that when there is dark in the room our senses are diminished to sensory senses mm -hmm. so if we have light we are able to you know see the kitchen and see the light and see the thing moving and like so we feel more secured mm -hmm. that we are okay but because we don't have to feel more too much things in the inner body you know but when you close your eyes or when you turn off the lights and it's dark all those distractions per se are drawn from you are taking away from you and the only thing that is left for you to do is to either use your intuition or use your senses which your other senses like you know what you feel in the physical body what your emotions are so then you start to feel more into mm -hmm. what's there that you don't really believe but is actually there so then that's why you start to feel more spirits you start to feel more the paranormal things mm -hmm. because you have to use the other senses other than does that make sense yeah but does. seeing it from the other side like this just came to me i don't know why but many times If there's someone that wants to communicate with you, mm -hmm. let's say from the other side, I, I call it the other side, like someone that passed away and maybe they're not fully like walked over to the other side. They want to communicate with you. And many times they do it through electricity, maybe a flickering of a light or whatever it is. But then if you think about it, it's turning off like all the lights, everything. What's the light then? You are the light because if you're a light bearer, they will find you and then they will poke on your energy even more. Mm. So it's kind of interesting because if there's other things going on, yet first of all, you might not notice it, the messages or someone yeah. like trying to contact you. You're not in a receiving mode. No. And then for them, it's also easier because then all of a sudden you're the source of the energy. Yes. More so. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. 
So I, I think agree. it goes both ways. Yes, I agree. Okay, so what's the the spookiest thing mm. you experienced? I, I do have another story about my guides though before we okay, go into okay. the spooky mm-hmm. things. But because I and I, I told you this before when I I was listening to so many podcasts at the times about, you know, connecting to the guides and how you talk to them and you know, clearing that channel of communication. And I don't know, I was listening to a podcast that was really triggering for me and I mean, we can even talk about this in another podcast, but the reason why I've been asking for so many teachers and they don't come because the message that comes through is that I don't need a teacher. Um, I just need to remember what I already know. But it was, you know, a podcast about some teachers and and how they found their teachers and how profound that was for them. Mm -hmm. So it was really triggering for me. And I was really frustrated that day. And it was a very intense kind of... um, thing that happened to me I don't know so I went home and I was crying just laying on my couch crying and the sun was you know coming through at that time it was really beautiful the time of the day where where that happened and I just started crying and crying and I knew that I just needed to cry and cry and cry and let that suffice so I asked my guys I was like well if you are there like if you do listen to me show me that you're here like I need to know that you are with me and it was like this light I don't even know how to say like just bunch of like angels it felt like just started to illuminate my body and I felt like I was lifting off the couch and I was just held by their love but this kind of love it's so pure so intense it's not the love when you say I love you to a physical person it's just beyond beyond the idea that we have of love and they were just there with me so some of them gathered through my feet and through my sides like they were just surrounding me like um What's the this char- this Disney character with the with the little how do you call it? the the I know that in Spanish but I'm not gonna say in Spanish people are not gonna understand um, the one the 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 Sleeping Beauty uh huh yeah mm-hmm. so then I was like the Sleeping Beauty and they were just <laughs> surrounding around me uh-huh. uh, all of them and some by the head by the shoulders by the hips and they were just like we're with you we love you. And that was so profound. Mm-hmm. And then after that, I just kept crying. They're like, just cry and just, you know, mm-hmm. let it just do your thing. <laughs> and after that, I was like, I need you to show me more ways that you are with me. Mm-hmm. And then after that, I went into a very deep uh, sleep. Like I just fell asleep for like 30 to 40 minutes. And I know that I was with them receiving messages because it was very lucid dreaming. Mm-hmm. Anyway, the next day I am going to go to teach a class and I needed to bring my computer with me and I was biking to the studio. I went to the studio. Oh. I parked. You remember this? <laughs> yeah, I remember this. I parked my bike and I go to the studio and I had to not only do a Reiki session. But no, I also you were doing had... Reiki with me that day. No. Yes. No. No, because um, that was, no, it was a gentleman that I was doing that oh. Reiki to that day. Have you lost your computer twice then? Maybe. Or maybe I came in that afternoon. Anyways, maybe I remember that, that day because you were like, oh my God, how can this have happened to me? <laughs> anyway, mm-hmm. so I was going to the studio. I was biking. I parked my bike and I go in and I do a Reiki session and then I also teach. And after teaching, I was like, where is my computer? So I start like panicking. Where is my computer? Where is my computer? And I just go running back outside to my bike and my bike is parked in like outside of a shopping mall Mm -hmm. it's a big (laughs) street it's a big street and i look at my bike and the computer is sitting in my bike after it could be like three hours Mm -hmm. 
And I'm like, oh my God, I'm so lucky that nobody stole my computer. So I go back to the studio and the woman, the lady that was at the reception, she was like, you know, I was like, oh my God, I just found my computer. I can't believe this. And the thing that she said was, you know, that there's angels watching over you. Mm-hmm. And I thought it was so interesting that she said that because there's never a conversation between the two of us or between a lot of people that have heard that mm-hmm. specific message. Mm-hmm. So that was, I was like, wow, thank you for that. Mm-hmm. And then I think it was two or three days after. No, maybe it was the day after. I had another Reiki with a lady, with a, uh, a wonderful lady. And then at the end of the session, and this is never usually what happens because, you know, it's all about them. It's never about me. But at the end, she said, I just have to tell you this. And I don't know why, but I just have to tell you that you have so many entities protecting you and guiding you. That is very wonderful because every time I come to your classes, I feel them. Mm-hmm. And over here today, I know they're with you and they're with me. And I said, wow, thanks. Because I know that mm-hmm. this is a message coming from the one that I asked mm-hmm. yesterday. So and ever since, there's been so many more ways that they communicate with me if I need to like Mm -hmm. have a guarantee you are with me so I just wanted to share that because that's like the connection Mm -hmm. yeah but (laughs) many times you don't get the message messages like oh there's something falling from the sky and there's a note like is these small subtle things and you have to see them Mm -hmm. Uh, and for some people they're like okay I don't believe in this but just trust it anyways like there is another way that I communicate, especially with Angelica, I communicate with her to a pendulum mm-hmm. because I yes or no. So sometimes if there is like very specific questions, but I do go you want through to, a pendulum. Do you want to specify what that is for people that doesn't a know? Pendulum? That, yeah, mm-hmm. so a pendulum, yes, a pendulum is like a, how do you even say that? It's like a crystal that is hanging mm-hmm. out of a chain out of a chain or like a thread <clears> or something. <throat> exactly. And the way you use it is that you you say okay i'm gonna take a moment to communicate with whatever it is that i want to you can even do with your intuition like what does my intuition has to say about mm-hmm. this and there's a yes and a no mm-hmm. and you know the yes can be it goes uh north and south mm-hmm. north and south and no can be it goes east and west mm-hmm. And sometimes when it's like a maybe or like, no, 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 this is not like rephrase the question for me, it's like a circle. So it goes around uh, in like weird directions, not even like just a circle. It just goes like around and like, what are you even asking? It's like, when do I get my teacher? When do I get when my teacher? It's like, spinning like crazy. Um, it just so you guys know, there's like a, there's like joke between Lena and I that you, Lena always makes fun of me because I always want teachers, <laughs> but I just want to learn so much. So that's, I think that's my part, but Talking about this like pendulum thing, <laughs> I think this important thing that I told Lena, I was like, you know, Lena, I, <laughs> I heard this podcast and this woman saying that when she decided that she was going to, when she said yes to being an Akashic Records reading and the Akashic Records, just so you know, it's, um, that's a whole nother it's podcast. It's a whole, that's a whole nother podcast. Yeah. Okay. So anyway, if you don't know what Akashic Records are, just look it up if you want to know. But anyway, so she, she said, when I accepted to be. Uh, an Akashic Records, you know, reader, then my guides told me I was going to be taken care of and I didn't have to worry about money or about anything else, just about being an Akashic reader. So, <laughs> of course, me, I'm like, all right, so I'm going to ask my guys. <laughs> I want to have this, like... Um, this assurance so i went to the pendulum and i was like angelica hi how are you 
<laughs> Please tell me if I commit to this energy thing, if I commit to my life's passion,、mm-hmm. am I going to be financially taken care of? And the pendulum was just like going like crazy. Like, what are you asking?、Yeah. I'm like, okay, I'm gonna rephrase that, Angelica. <laughs> if I give my life to this purpose, do I have? Do I not have to worry about money anymore? <laughs> so and the pendulum is just like, what the fuck is happening? It's just like kind of going around and like I don't even know what you're saying. And then next question. Am I going to be rich and famous? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and there's just like, and you know, I, what I thought about that is like, there's this connection to these beings. It's so real, and they're so real that if you ask bullshit questions in a、mm-hmm. way, like if you're getting out, if you're going into the ego, and if、mm-hmm. you're going out of alignment, they are going to check with you,、mm-hmm. and they're not gonna be like, you know, if this is something that is not true, then、mm-hmm. it's not gonna come through. So for me, it was more like, thank you for this because I know that you are realigning me.、Mm-hmm. And centering me and bringing me back to truth. I don't need to know that I'm going to be taken care of for me to devote my life to something that I already love.、Yeah. So anyway, I, I, that is for me. I wanted to point on that because I think that sometimes we think like, oh, will we, and all these things, and we think that whatever experience somebody else had is the experience that you need to have.、Mm-hmm. But I also want you to know that if you trust your guides, there are for you. Looking into the highest good of you,、mm-hmm. and of course, out of everything, but they look for you because they love you. But isn't that the best teachers then? Absolutely. Thank you, Lena.、Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, because they're、yes. not they they don't tolerate any bullshit,、mm-hmm. and they're going to tell you like it is in different ways for each and every one of us. And that's all we can do as well. Like when we are a teacher of someone else, either either yoga or Reiki or whatever it is, like I'm not. So I'm like I said, I'm holding my teacher's training right now, and many of these people that are in there, they're my friends. But when they're there, they're my students. I don't tell them what they want to hear, and I don't pat them on the back just because. I want them to be the best version of themselves, and sometimes I have to be like to tough. Have love, yeah. To have love, yeah. That's the、It's、best. Like, Pushing them, like I'm, like yeah, this is great, but you are better. You can do better. You need to trust that. I agree. And from that, they grow. Like, of course, it's uncomfortable. You don't want to make anyone else uncomfortable. But as a teacher, you have to give that tough love.、Mm-hmm. So, be the clearest channel、mm-hmm. for them. So I've talked a lot.、Yeah. So let's talk about you and talk about the spooky yeah, things. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't even say I didn't even say anything about my guides, but. I think I have two main guides. So one is an older man. He's kind of big and tall. It is. Like, I've again, seen it. Yeah, I don't know what he looks like, but like I can sense his energy, and he's old spirit. And then I have a woman as well. She's much smaller, and she's kind of a medicine woman. So when I give Reiki, the message messages I get is like herbs or foods and things like that. I don't know much about that myself. So I know it's not like well, I'm like because you、this? come up with names or you're、yeah. like I don't know what that is. I'm like this is the name、exist? of a herb. Yeah, I told you the other day. I still remember this because I didn't know what it was. Like I got like mangled. I'm like, what is mangled? Is that a thing? <laughs> so sometimes when I have to tell like the the person that comes, I'm like, okay, now I'm going to sound weird. Like maybe I made something up. But then it's so clear in my head. It's like someone's like saying it, saying it over over and over again. It's like mangled, mangled, mangled. I'm like, oh, shut up. 
so then I'm like, okay, so I'm like, oh, you should probably avoid like um, eating mango. Is there a thing called that? She's like, yes, I love it. Like, I think it's some leafy kind of thing, similar、mm-hmm. to kale.、Mm-hmm. I'm like,、uh, you should probably avoid eating too much of that. Your stomach can't handle it. So I'm like, oh. So that's very interesting. Getting messages that, like, this is not my thing. Like, if it was something else, I'm like, okay, yeah. Mm-hmm. Maybe I made it up because I know about these things, like maybe whatever, but it's not like that. Cool. So, yeah, feeling protected is nice, but you, you really have to check in at times. Like, I know they're always there, and I'm, I'm definitely not as good as you are, like asking for it, but I know it. And sometimes I'm just like, okay, I feel it. I feel that they're with me. They're with you. Yeah. yeah. And many times, like, Channeling as well, like my teaching is a lot like just sensing energies, and sometimes I have like a little bit of a Dharma talk. Dharma talk is more like when you in a yoga class or whenever say something that's might might be beneficial for the people that's there.、Um, and then I'm like, I don't even know what I'm saying at times. Like, people, <laughs> people come to me, they're like, Oh, what are you sad? Like two days ago in class, it really got to me. And I'm like, what did I say? Like sometimes I'm like, I, it's like channeling.、Mm-hmm. Maybe someone needed to hear that, or maybe the group needed to hear that. So mainly that's, that's the way I feel like they're with me and I receive it. But like I said, there's so many different ways to connect with them. And because somebody had an experience, doesn't mean that that experience will benefit you.、Mm-hmm. And like, there's no right or wrong. Going back to the first episode of this podcast, there's no right or wrong. There's different ways to connect、yeah. depending on your personality, depending on what you need, depending on what you're doing. Yeah. So there is always just trust whatever your、mm-hmm. journey is. Yeah. And I think it goes in phases as well. Like sometimes you, you need to tap into that more. You need to listen to that part. And other times, maybe if you're too much up in that, you need to come back and ground and just be human and work on your human self. Like going to therapy or go for a run or、you、whatever it might be for you.、Yes. Like, yeah.、Mm. Okay, so spooky stuff. Spooky, spooky. So this is actually funny <laughs> talking about the lights and like. Things like that, and when it's dark. So, I had a friend growing up, I think we were, might have been like 14 or 15 or something like that. And she was, <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> Sorry.、Oh. Just, I had this coffee with all this、uh, mm. powders on it, and they didn't dissolve. So, I just had like a chunk of powder, really、mm. bitter stuff in my、mm. mouth. Yummy. It's healthy. So,、okay. that's all that matters. <laughs> 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 okay, so back to my story. So, so my friend, was, was, she was staying over. So, we lived in this old, old house that we renovated. So, I think the, year, the, the house was about 100 years or something like that. So, it was, it was an old house. And many times when I went to bed, so I was facing the door, so I could see the door. And sometimes I saw like a light standing by the door. Or shadow, like light shadow, but it was scary because I was still young. Like, I didn't know how to handle this. And of course, like at the time, you watch a lot of horror movies and all of that. So I'm like, <laughs> so I saw it, I've seen it many times. But of course, I didn't tell anyone because I thought it was a little bit weird and you don't want to be the girl that's like, oh, I see ghosts. Right. So, 
like the sixth sense. They're like, oh my God. So, so then my friend was over at my place and we're going to go to sleep and we're just talking and she's like, <gasps> I'm like, what? She's like, did you see that? I'm like, did you see it too? And she's like, oh my God. And she was so scared. So we're sitting there in tears and we're shaking. We're like, well, I'm scared. And then of course we didn't dare to turn off the lights. So finally, she has to sleep in my bed, and we go, go go to bed, and then we fall asleep. And then every time she came to my place, and if we had been out, like hanging out, like at the time, you were always hanging out with your friends, like just in playgrounds or in the park or whatever. So anytime we came home and we wanted to have something to eat, we go to the kitchen, and then we make some, some food, and then we're going to leave the kitchen, but we have to turn off the light there. But then first, we have to go to the hallway to turn on the light there, to go back, yes, turn off the light. And then we go to the next room. So, so the whole house is like <laughs> flickering with light because we were so scared because then she knew it too. So it's so funny. But yeah, so she saw it too. But I don't know. Now when I'm older, I'm like, I think that's just the spirit that's been there for a long time. I wasn't... That's scary. You of it? should now. Now I do remember you did tell me a story about the guy in the stairs. Oh my god, that That's one my was worst so story. scary yeah. to listen to. <laughs> uh, so this is when I was living in the states. So when I was living in the states, I was babysitting for a Swedish woman and an American man, and they had a baby. So I started babysitting him when he was about three months old, and it was a townhouse. There's a lot of stairs in that house. I think it was three stories high or something. So I started, like everything was fine in the beginning. The The mother was home and she was working from home, but she just needed me to come in. So then he became older and they left. They were going to some party and I was there. And I'm like, oh my God, there was something weird Wait, in the staircase. So you stayed with the kid in the house alone well, while for, their parents went to the... Yeah, party. The, yeah, the parents went out. Like okay. the parents went to see some friends or went okay. went out for dinner. So I was just baby, babysitting, not when he was super tiny. Right. Because then it. I was there during the day or something, and the mom was home working. Um, and that's very different in the states because you go back to work after such a short time. Mm -hmm. But she was allowed. She, I think she asked the place if she could be working from home a little bit. As a Swedish person, of course, you want to be home with your kids. <laughs> it's very different. But anyway, so so then when he was older, I was there babysitting him by myself. So the second floor, they have like the, um, the TV room. So I was there watching TV. And then I didn't dare to go out into the, the staircase. I didn't know. I'm like, oh, it's so creepy. It's so creepy. Like I got the chill. Like even thinking about it now, I almost get like goosebumps. Because it was such a weird sensation. It was almost like it got cold there. It's like, so then, of course, in my head, I'm like, oh my God, oh my God, someone fell down the stairs. Someone's been killed in these stairs. And then I'm making up all of these stories. Because <laughs> I, I got the sensation, but I didn't, I hadn't worked with like sensing energies that much at the time. So I'm like, but I knew like there was something scary. It was specifically the first to the second floor. So then one time I'm like, okay, I can't, of course, again, I can't tell people this because I don't want to be the crazy person. So I was holding on to the staircase, walking, because that was the thing too. When the family got home and the baby was asleep on the third floor and I was on the second floor. 
So when the family got home, I always pretended like I didn't hear them come home because I wanted them to come up to the second floor and pick me up because I didn't <laughs> dare to go. Yeah, and I didn't dare to go downstairs by myself. So I was there as, as usual. And then the mom com- comes up and I walk. We were going to walk downstairs together. So I'm holding on to the, the staircase, like the, um, the rail, like whatever it's called. To hold on yeah, to, to hold when you're on walking downstairs, yeah. the rail, yeah. Yeah, so I'm holding on to that. And then I'm going to say, well, you have to be careful when he's going to start walking or crawling in these stairs. Like, I was going to mention something. As soon as I'm going to say, I'm like, you have to be careful. I'm like, zoom, I slip. It's like someone's pushing me. So I slip. And she's like, whoa, are you okay? And I was holding on. I was holding on for dear life because I was so scared there. <laughs> so she's like, whoa, we're okay. And it was just like two, two steps or something. But I'm like, no, 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 I'm fine. And then when I walked home, I'm like, hell no. I'm sorry, but I'm not going to go back there. And I love the kid, but I'm like, I'm so scared. So then I write an email to my mom and I'm like telling her about this because my mom is actually one of those people that doesn't think it's too weird. So I could talk to her. She's like, oh, I'm going to talk to you to, or I give you the email to my, um, my Reiki master and my, um, my medium. I'm like, okay. So I emailed this woman. I tell her, I'm like, I think someone fell down the stairs. Um, and I think it's a woman and whatever, whatever. So she wrote back. She's like, oh, so that's the thing too with energy. It doesn't have like time and place doesn't exist. So even though she was in Sweden, she of course could sense this. So she's like, no, 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 you're right. But it's a, it's a man, but he's got a very female energy. He's tied to the place. And he probably passed away due to like abuse, like drug abuse or like alcohol or something. When you get scared, he gets triggered. So that's what we talked about too before a little bit. Like when you're scared, you draw that. So of course, when I got scared, he's like, woo, exciting. I'm going to play with this energy. So I'm like, what? So she's like, oh, I made him like go to the other side, whatever. So I'm like, okay. So next time I get there, I'm like, mm, I'm so mad. I'm like, oh, you're not going to come here and mess with me. And she also told me you can always think about having a shield around you or like a gold bubble. Think about expanding your energy, your aura, and you're protected. Nothing can ever get into you. Like, but if you, you're scared or try to push it away, you become like a magnet. Yes. So that's that's a tip that I really brought with me. Like anytime I'm scared, I try to expand that. And even if it's with people and their energies or whatever. So that's a good tip. You can always see that in front of you, like here, but not longer. So I had my shield. I was there. I'm like, chill, I'm not going to mess with me. So then, of course, I'm like, hmm, is it here? I'm like, huh. And I could still feel it a little bit. It was so weird. So then when I was going to go downstairs, I just, like when I was going to leave the place, I see this light like swoosh by me. In the I'm like, what the? I'm like, it's not gone. And I was so mad. I'm like, first of all, I'm like, you're not going to get to scare me. You don't have the power over me. And then <laughs> second of all, like that he wasn't gone. This energy wasn't gone. So then I write her. I'm like, wah, 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 wah. And she's like, well, sometimes it takes time for energy. If it's been stuck for a really long time, you can still sense it. So I'm like, okay. So then next time after that, when I came back, I'm like, hmm. 
And I'm, of course, I'm trying to look for it because, you know, this scary part was still there a little bit, even though I was mad. But I'm like, huh, no, it's gone. Was it so gone? So then after that, like after the second time I saw this squish, mm-hmm. it was gone. Mm-hmm. And I had been so, so, so scared. Like really freaked out scared. And it's funny because after that, you're probably not scared at all to go up and down the stairs. No, like then I was ever not scared at all. And then the, the, the little boy, he was crawling and he was walking. I wasn't scared at all. Like having him there. But that was my main thing. When I was with the baby, I'm like, I don't want this to come to the baby. Like, or I don't, <laughs> want to, I don't want to slip like down the stairs holding him. Like, I was afraid. You were afraid, yeah. So, yeah, that's that story. Oh, that's really interesting. <laughs> yeah. I was laughing. Yeah, that's uh, yeah, scary. That's, yeah. So what about you? Do you have one of those scary, spooky ones? Well, I do. I do have many of them. But today, I'm going to cap it with a very short one. And the story goes, it's very short, but it's my very first time that I can ever remember that I felt weird, spooky stuff. And the funny thing is I... It happened when I was really little. So, I mean, it could be, you know, from being four or five Mm -hmm. or six. And I remember being on my bed and my room was next to a wind. Like my bed was next to a wall, but on my feet, there's a window that goes to the street. So it's kind of very noisy. Mm -hmm. Um, And in the middle of the night, I woke up with a feeling of a broom, like the, the the, the broom that has a lot of sticks. What's like the... What's, I mean, what the like ones tree, are the pine, pine, like trees? A pine trees, maybe, but it's like the very, you know, like the witchy kind, the witchy kind, or the ones they yes. have in Harry Potter. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Like very witchy, you know, those kind of brooms. And so then I saw like the shadow of the witch, um, on my feet, but mostly what I can't remember was the broom just sticking on my feet, like at the bottom of my feet. And it's a feeling that I, because it was so, such a big thing, I just, it's always stuck with me and I've never forgotten about it. But did you feel it after? Like, could you see anything? Did you have any Well, the thing is like, because, so when I saw that thing there, like the, the shadow, and then, then I felt the things mm-hmm. on my, the bottom of my feet, I pulled the, the blanket over my face. Mm-hmm. So I could only sense the energy that was there and then the broom sticking onto my feet. And that was really, really scary because I knew that there was a way and I never told actually many people about this when I was little like I just kind of said okay there was a witch that visited me and I don't know why she did this to me mm-hmm. but I always kind of stuck with me the reason like why would she do that to me like was she scaring me was she trying to talk to me or mm-hmm. what actually happened there <laughs> have you seen I her mean, again ever? no not no? ever never again no but um but yeah so it was like I mean I could remember the feeling of like that broom on the bottom of my feet which was just scary and weird so that's like a little bit of (laughs) a little bit of like my first experience with things like this but I think Mm -hmm. it gets scarier as as I have other stories but Mm -hmm. but that's one that I would never forget Mm -hmm. Mm. also because you're so little yes Yes, but also funny that you say that because because you're so little, you also maybe perhaps don't 
have so many things to base it on mm-hmm. and to say like oh this was this or this mm-hmm. was that or uh or to be too scared about it because then i haven't watched any scary movies mm-hmm. i haven't you know my mind is not yet on this terror yeah. or this you know s- knowledge about the mm-hmm. the mystical things or yeah. the ghosts yeah. and things um so i it wasn't yeah i didn't read too much into it but i i it was scary anyway mm-hmm. But Many times they say, or they, or I've heard that kids see a lot of things, mm. especially like, oh, this is my imaginary friend. And they're like, oh, stop doing that. But yes, it might yes. actually be that the kids are playing with someone. I agree. 100% yeah. agree. And then it's like, oh, you grow out of that. Mm. I don't think I did. Like, I don't think I had any pretend friends. Me neither. But, <laughs> but thankfully, I had other friends. But, yeah, we had um, a listener on the podcast ask us to talk about to mention on this specific episode to mention about when you get scared and things move in the room or there's like a light flickering or there is like a door that's shot or the shots down or like things like she was saying that she doesn't specifically feel anything in the body but that she you know the physical things move or like unexplainable Mm -hmm. things that move and then you get really spooky about it and then you're like what is going on so she was like can you just kind of tell us can you kind of tell us like what the could be and we were just lean and i were just talking before about the if we believe in demons because we we we're listening to this podcast that was talking about a woman that had an experience with a demon that was hunting a house. And she was saying that this demon was a very, um, how do you say, like a, a demonic or, mm-hmm. you know, like bad intentions and trying to scare her and trying mm-hmm. to. Um, she was also saying like that the demon was mimicking her voice when there were other people there. So in the middle of the night, they could wake up and they thought like, why is she calling me? And then it was a demon like mimicking her. Right. I thought that was weird, very weird. So, and then I, I have to, I, I, I took it with a grain of salt because the thing is, and I, I respect everybody and their beliefs, of course, because we can't prove any of this stuff. No. It's just metaphysics. So we just can't really prove any of this. So we just have to go with the guts and what we think it is. And for me, I don't, you know, I have this sense that I don't, when it comes to spirits or when it comes to um, beings, I don't know. I've never really actually given a thought about Mm -hmm. demons and if I believe in them or not. Mm -hmm. But I believe that all the beings that we can see or sense or the ones that we think like, oh, it's a ghost or whatever. I feel like they're stuck in like a realm and they haven't been able to cross over. Mm -hmm. And so the thing is... Where do they cross to? Well, they cross over the light. Like they go to the light. What's the light then? Well, the light is like, I guess it's (laughs) like the source. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. But I'm thinking like where you get to just be in the light and be a spirit Mm -hmm. of, of, yeah, of goodness, I think. Mm -hmm. Um, I mean, when you say you're going to die and then you go to the tunnel of the light or whatever, you know, like you get to go to the light and Mm -hmm. actually, um, yeah, get to your your highest form Mm -hmm. of whatever is it that you are. Mm -hmm. But anyway, but I feel that some of us kind of, like not some of us, but I feel like we could get stuck crossing that and then we don't really get to the light. Uh, or if there's any unfinished business. Unfinished business or, or anything that you can forgive yourself for. Yeah, there might also be that you passed away due to like 
drug abuse or something like that, you don't understand that you you pass away and then you're still there in limbo. You could be, yes. I I heard that many, many, um, many spirits that that are bound to place. Mm. It might be like they're still there doing their routine because they don't understand that they passed away. Got it. So anyways, in that sense, I believe that when, you know, this beings where they are in the limbo, I don't believe they're like this like bad in nature and they just want to scare us and they're trying to like, I'm sorry for this, but to fuck with us. Mm-hmm. I just think that, you know, because they're in their shadow, because they don't know what's going on. It's like when a human, when a person in your life or each of us or whatever, when we haven't awoken, when we haven't become aware of the things that we do and the things that we project to others, then we go around our lives, you know, hurting people. We go around our lives projecting on others. Mm-hmm. Uh, but usually, you know, even to the more malicious person, I think that is because they just haven't, they're, just, they're not awoken. They're just doing and doing and they don't, like they have this drive and they have no awareness of what's actually happening. So then the same thing with these beings that are in the limbo, they're just kind of projecting. Um, so then could scare us in a way uh, or they can project certain feelings to our, like they could make us scared, they could make us spooky, they could make us doubt ourselves they could make us feel unsecured all these things because they're just projecting in a way mm-hmm. because they haven't been able to understand mm-hmm. um, so that's like my opinion but that's just about being so what what my what the listener was saying um, her name is Caroline and she was asking about physical things that move around and I believe I don't know your take on this Lena but I believe that about the physical stuff that it sometimes it doesn't have to be like a ghost or a being or a spirit in there it could be you know there is like a lot of energy like magnetism Mm -hmm. in the room there could be like energy stuff that is going on it could be the wind it could be I don't know you know like something that is just like and we just make up our mind like oh that's spooky because (laughs) (laughs) that's like the first thing we go into but it doesn't really necessarily have to be um, spirit, but it could be though. And if mm-hmm. it is, it could be its way to communicate with us. Mm-hmm. Um, like for, but it really depends because if they're trying to communicate with you, they're going to do something that is going to attract your attention and make you think about certain things. So it's, I mean, it could be random, but for example, and I just, I'm going to share a little bit of this when I cook, and this has been happening lately a lot. When I cook, I have this sense of that somebody's behind me. Mm-hmm. And then the way I feel it, it's because something in the kitchen kind of either drops, like there is something that drops on the floor mm-hmm. or the window makes a sound. Um, but it's more like when I sense that they're there, they're just confirming that, mm-hmm. like that person that comes and cooks with me. Um, it kind of affirming, but in a way that I understand like, oh, that's the, that's the signal. So I think it could be just, you know, physical things that move and, and electricity or magnetism or whatever, or it can be a spirit trying to communicate with you. But because we go back to the not believing in demons and that they are here to hurt us, I mean, they can't really hurt us. So they can just, you know, if, if, if there was a demon, they can make fun of us or make us feel a certain way, but they cannot really hurt us. Mm-hmm. But I believe that if that's what's happening, instead of like going right away into like, oh my God, I'm, you know, there's a ghost. <laughs> More to think about, like, is there something that is trying to communicate? Mm-hmm. And what am I feeling? feeling because that's usually how they communicate yeah 
But it's interesting too, because we always talk about, oh, I got this message or I got this download and it's small things, it's subtle things. Mm -hmm. It's like, okay, but someone asked me, it's like, what is, what's the guide? Like, what, <laughs> what? But for me, I'm like, what? How, how don't you know? Like, what? Of course, a guide is a guide, you know, sending you messages, like protecting you, whatever. And then I'm like, okay, for me, this is normal. So I get something like, for someone else, it might be like just a thought in their head. Like, oh, I have to paint this painting or I have to go to a grocery store, whatever it might be. But since I'm so used to it, I know I can differentiate what's a thought and what's a message. But for someone that might not be as in tuned to certain energies, maybe things moving or things falling or like lights flickering, it's like, hello, yeah, yes, here. Yes. It's like, oh, mm -hmm. like that might be like, like a more aggressive way of communicating. So you can grasp it. Yeah, because the other messages might come through. So many skeptics might be like, oh, I was such a skeptic before, but then I couldn't, you know, not see the things happening. Exactly. And then all of a sudden it's like, oh, okay. Now they believe. Yeah. In magic. In magic. Yes. So thank you so, so much, you guys, for listening. We are so happy with all the feedback we've gotten about the podcast and your reviews on iTunes and your ratings. So we are so, so happy to do this. We are recording a couple more episodes, but we really hope you enjoyed this episode and send us any questions you have about more topics that you'd like us to talk about and discuss. Mm -hmm. And we love when you have questions for us. So we yes, know, we do. Yeah, so we know what you want to hear and we can create this together with you. So Yes, indeed. Okay, so until next time. Until next time. Thank you so much for turning into Misted Podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, please let us know your thoughts. Leave us a review and share it with your friends who might benefit from this conversation. 